This is Chapter One of A Horse's Tale by Mark Twain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A Horse's Tale by Mark Twain. Chapter One Soldier Boy Privately to Himself. I am Buffalo Bill's horse. I have spent my life under his saddle, with him in it, too, and he is good for two hundred pounds without his clothes and there is no telling how much he does weigh when he is out on the war-path and has his batteries belted on he is over six feet is young hasn't an ounce of waste flesh is straight graceful springy in his motions quick as a cat and has a handsome face and black hair dangling down on his shoulders and is beautiful to look at and nobody is braver than he is and nobody is stronger except myself yes a person that doubts that he is fine to see should see him in his beaded buckskins on my back and his rifle peeping above his shoulder chasing a hostile trail with me going like the wind and his hair streaming out behind from the shelter of his broad slouch yes he is a sight to look at then and I'm part of it myself. I am his favorite horse, out of dozens. Big as he is, I have carried him eighty-one miles between nightfall and sunrise on the scout, and I am good for fifty, day in and day out, and all the time. I am not large, but I am built on a business basis." I have carried him thousands and thousands of miles on scout duty for the army, and there's not a gorge, nor a pass, nor a valley, nor a fort, nor a trading post, nor a buffalo range in the whole sweep of the Rocky Mountains and the Great Plains that we don't know as well as we know the bugle calls. He is chief of scouts to the army of the frontier, and it makes us very important. In such a position as I hold in the military service, one needs to be of good family and possess an education much above the common to be worthy of the place. I am the best educated horse outside of the hippodrome, everybody says, and the best mannered. It may be so, it is not for me to say. Modesty is the best policy, I think. Buffalo Bill taught me the most of what I know. My mother taught me much and I taught myself the rest. Lay a row of moccasins before me, Pawnee, Sioux, Shoshone, Cheyenne, Blackfoot, and as many other tribes as you please, and I can name the tribe every moccasin belongs to by the make of it. Name it in horse talk, and could do it in American if I had speech. I know some of the Indian signs, the signs they make with their hands, and by signal fires at night and columns of smoke by day. Buffalo Bill taught me how to drag wounded soldiers out of the line of fire with my teeth, and I've done it, too. At least I've dragged him out of the battle when he was wounded. And not just once, but twice. Yes, I know a lot of things. I remember forms and gates and faces, and you can't disguise a person that's done me a kindness so that I won't know him thereafter wherever I find him. I know the art of searching for a trail, and I know the stale track from the fresh. I can keep a trail all by myself, with Buffalo Bill asleep in the saddle. Ask him. 
he will tell you so many a time when he has ridden all night he has said to me at dawn take the watch boy if the trail freshens call me then he goes to sleep he knows he can trust me because i have a reputation a scout horse that has a reputation does not play with it my mother was all american no alkali spider about her i can tell you she was of the best blood of kentucky the bluest bluegrass aristocracy very proud and acrimonious or maybe it is ceremonious i don't know which it is but it is no matter size is the main thing about word and that one's up to standard she spent her military life as colonel of the tenth dragoons and saw a deal of rough service distinguished service it was too i mean she carried the colonel but it's all the same where would he be without his horse he wouldn't arrive it takes two to make a colonel of dragoons she was a fine dragoon horse but never got above that she was strong enough for the scout service and had the endurance too but she couldn't quite come up to the speed required a scout horse has to have steel in his muscle and lightning in his blood my father was a bronco nothing as to lineage that is nothing as to recent lineage but plenty good enough when you go a good way back when professor marsh was out here hunting bones for the chapel of yale university he found skeletons of horses no bigger than a fox bedded in the rocks and he said they were ancestors of my father my mother heard him say it and he said those skeletons were two million years old which astonished her and made her kentucky pretensions look small and pretty antiphonal not to say oblique let me see i used to know the meaning of those words but well it was years ago and tisn't as vivid now as it was when they were fresh that sort of words doesn't keep in the kind of climate we have out here professor marsh said those skeletons were fossils so that makes me part bluegrass and part fossil if there is any older or better stock you'll have to look for it among the four hundred i reckon i am satisfied with it and am a happy horse too though born out of wedlock and now we are back at fort paxton once more after a forty-day scout away up as far as the big horn everything quiet crows and blackfeet squabbling as usual but no outbreaks and settlers feeling fairly easy the seventh cavalry is still in the garrison here also the ninth dragoons two artillery companies and some infantry all glad to see me including general allison commandant the officers ladies and children well and called upon me with sugar colonel drake seventh cavalry said some pleasant things mrs drake was very complimentary also captain and mrs marsh company b seventh cavalry also the chaplain who is always kind and pleasant to me because i kicked the lungs out of a traitor once it was tommy drake and fanny marsh that furnished the sugar nice children the nicest at the post i think that poor orphan child is on her way from france everybody is full of the subject her father was general allison's brother married a beautiful young spanish lady ten years ago and has never been in america since they lived in spain a year or two then went to france both died some months ago this little girl that is coming is the only child general allison is glad to have her he has never seen her 
he is a very nice old bachelor but is an old bachelor just the same and isn't more than about a year this side of retirement by age limit and so what does he know about taking care of a little maid nine years old if i could have her it would be another matter for i know all about children and they adore me buffalo bill will tell you so himself i have some of this news from overhearing the garrison gossip the rest of it i got from potter the general's dog potter is the great dane he is privileged all over the post like shekels the seventh cavalry dog and visits everybody's quarters and picks up everything that is going in the way of news potter has no imagination and no great deal of culture perhaps but he has a historical mind and a good memory and so he is the person i depend upon mainly to post me up when i get back from a scout that is if shekels is out on depredation and i can't get hold of him End of chapter 1